Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric, and I am Michael. Doing it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, now with the wife on her regular schedule, and I got one of the babies. Both of them are actually doing pretty good about sleeping about the same time in the evening. So we might be able to do this a little bit more often. Now I've got my situation a little bit more under control. Cool, cool. We'll see. We'll see how, because I say that. <laughs> it's just like... Um, yeah, the kids. Shit's going to happen. Yeah, and then also... Literal shit is going to happen. So, of course, um, anybody who's listened to the show for a long time or hasn't, because we haven't done one in a long time, but has actually been a listener, um, knows, you know, when we had uh, Bogsy left, uh, Brad took over for a while, and then if you guys are fans of the show we used to plug our other show we used to do Propocalypse together and me and him have talked about getting together and doing something on and off for literally about over the past year <laughs> so and uh i think we're finally to the point where we're just beaten down by our kids <laughs> in our lives and we just need something else to do so <clears throat> and we never hang out like he never goes anywhere and does anything i never go anywhere and do, do anything anymore so we decided we're going to start getting together and put another show together but we're not going to do Propocalypse like part two he wants it to actually be a little bit more serious so it's not going to be all talk about uh titty fucking and jizzing in places Aww. you're not supposed to and yeah. disappointment yeah so he wants it to be more serious and Whoa. He wants to, he basically he told me, I think his exact quote was, I want to bash the fuck out of religion a lot. <laughs> okay. All right. I can respect that. He goes, and then we'll talk about tits and stuff. I was like, okay. <laughs> so we're First gonna, half of the show, bashing religion. Second half of the show, titties. Yeah. So we'll, I don't know. We'll. So Scott's completely out then. We'll see. Because, uh, I mean, he's not interested in titties. Um, and then he's religious. You know, so. It's funny because <laughs> I went back because no, I don't I'm kidding. We bash religion all the time on this and he still loves us. Yeah. I so. mean, he, I think he probably buys into the premise of what we say about a lot of religion. I think the belief thing, we're never going to get him to change on that. But I, I think he probably with the church and stuff, a lot of it, he probably agrees with us on, on some of that stuff. I think most people who are like really actual good Christians buy into a lot of the stuff we say about how churches run and I think they'll even, you know, kind of give the nod on that, you know, without fighting us too much. Um, no, but 
So I don't know. We're going to try and start doing that. I don't know how often, but if we can try and work it in. It's basically the only time we can figure out to do it is going to be like about like a 9.30, 10 o'clock Saturday night show, which means I got to drive mass over there after I get babies to sleep. And so we'll see if my old ass can do that a few times. <laughs> and I'll be like, fuck this, I'm done. But Without uh, falling asleep at the wheel going home? Yeah. Fucking taking myself out and maybe a couple hobos or something along the road. But um, yeah, we get uh, we got plans to try and get that up and running. I think we're going to try and do one tomorrow. First one, we really... Haven't decided on a, a name. I think he wants to go with uh, Old Dirty Bastards, <laughs> which, okay. yeah, which I don't love it. And I don't really want to look at myself as being old. Plus, he's only like 30, so he doesn't really fit that. So I don't know. I want to work with him on that one. We got to put together a theme. And I said, we got to do it right. We can't half ass it. I mean, is it like it. An, an ode to like Old Dirty Bastard from Wu Tang Clan? Well, he just wanted to call it. Uh, Ooh, baby, I like it raw. Old bastards, and I was like, let's just say old dirty bastards, because then maybe people accidentally stumble on it, thinking they're like when they're trying to look up Wu Tang Clan, <laughs> we might get some hits. <laughs> but I told him, I said, it's his. He goes, well, isn't that copyright thing? I was like, no, he was old dirty bastard. O L apostrophe dirty bastard. We're gonna be old dirty bastards, so it's different. It's okay. I feel like that's like the Vanilla Ice interview when they said that he plagiarized uh, the Queen song with David Bowie. But he was, was like, right. No, mine there's there's was, goes dun 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 dun. Mine goes dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah. <laughs> he was right. I was with Vanilla Ice on that. <laughs> it's completely different. I mean, dude, there's only so many fucking chords you can play. You know what I'm saying? After a while, everything's gonna start sounding the same. So yeah. Um, people need to get their panties out of a wad with the fucking whole, oh, you stole my riff. Okay. I guarantee you're not the first one to ever fucking play it. Um, so yeah, it's, we're going to try that. So I don't know, maybe next time we do a show, we'll have one up and running and I'll actually have a name and everything. And I can point to five people who are still. So this is a listen the, to the this. pseudo plug. Yeah. It's kind of for the show plug. to be pseudo plug. Also, um, or as they call it in the industry, hype. I am, yeah, I'd get real hyped for it. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I, I think it'll be kind of fun. I like, uh, Brad's an idiot. I mean, in a good way. I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, Damn. it's just, I don't, <laughs> already talking shit about your co host. <clears throat> no, no, I don't mean that in a bad way. They're like, it, uh, he's like just funny. Like, he comes up with insane shit, you know? He just, oh, no, 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 yeah. I liked having him on the show. And uh, so he'll he'll be fun because like I, there's going to be nights especially because I am the old man of the fucking group by far, or I'm probably not going to be bringing it. Just like last time we did a show when I had nothing, my my tank was fucking on empty. That's <laughs> why so I was like, it's all on you, man. I'm just here for the ride. But uh, I got a little bit more energy today. I feel better. Last time I was with all these kids and wife work. It's like I'm constantly like filling about 50% anyway. I've always got some kind of little nagging cough or some shit going on. And I finally, I kind of feel okay. I'm a little tired, but I'm feeling all right tonight, man. I think I can bring it. I can bring the hate toward the fucking right wing tonight. Bring it, baby. Bring it. So before we get into me bitching about Trump and fucking other things that'll piss off our 
lib listeners. Um, what have you been up to this week, man? You do anything good? You just prepping for your trip? You go hiking again or do anything like that? No, I didn't go hiking again. Um, but yeah, prepping for the Japan trip big time. Just, you know, it's a, there's a lot of crap <laughs> that I want to see. Um, I know. And then also I, I'm trying to like map out, not necessarily like a hard line of what we're going to do every single moment of every single day, but just like, you know, the days that we are going to travel, when are we going to do it? How are we going to get there? Because the last thing you want to do is be in a foreign country where you can't speak the language or read it and get lost. Yeah. <laughs> so, no shit. I mean, they do at a lot of the train stations, they do have English speaking people that can help you. Yeah. But still, it's just better to know, like, hey, I need to get on the Shinkansen at this time, at this place, and that will get me there at this time. And then I take the bus to here or whatever, you know, just so. You know, a little bit of comfort there in the knowing that I know where I'm supposed to be going. I think you'll be okay because we, my wife, she watches so many of these cooking shows, like the especially the Asian ones and stuff. And it seems I've seen a lot of shit, you know, Japan on there. And it seems like most of like the time, like there's buses, trains, airports, and stuff. Anytime where there's mass transit like that, it seems like they have everything written in English, too. It always seems like it's Japanese and then English. No. Dude, I'm telling you, it seems like a lot of the time. In some of the major places, like Tokyo Station, yes. Yeah. But no. (laughs) I've seen several videos that were taken very recently, Mm -hmm. and the only thing that you have is basically on your ticket, for like the Shinkansen, it'll have a number as to the platform that you need to be on. Yeah. So you just have to look for the number. That's it. That's I'm, it's your only guiding light. I'm sure you'll to be get fine, there. dude. I mean, when I was in Europe, when I lived there, like we'd go travel and shit, and we'd like, I mean, hell, every time we go to France or anything like that, we'd always take subways and trains everywhere, and yeah, and most of the shit wasn't in English. I mean, but yeah, you, I know I'll be you fine. Figure but... it out because usually they're always color coded, like you said, they're numbered some way, and yeah. You can use the biggest, and uh, I think the I don't know how quickly they're going to be going about it. I know it's going to be like a slow burn, but I mean they are hosting the 2020 Olympics, so I think we're going to benefit a lot from that because I think that they're going to have a lot of their infrastructure as far as English signs up and running. There you go. So I think we'll benefit from that, Um, and and we'll benefit it from it twice because I don't know people out there, how much you know about Japanese culture. Uh, but they're very reserved and um, <clears throat> people would say shy. Um, some people would say antisocial. Or they just hate foreigners, maybe? Is that but, the way to put it? <laughs> um, they are a little xenophobic. <laughs> there, there is a dash of xenophobia in, in their culture. There's a reason they actually, why 99% they actually, of their population is it's just Japanese people. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they actually... They do have, uh, like, some bars and places where it is Japanese only. Like, mm-hmm. they won't let you in. <clears throat> um, but because of just, you know, if you're rowdy and stuff out in public, they mm-hmm. look bad or they frown upon you. Um, so knowing the jackasses of the world that are about to completely demolish Japan in culture... <laughs> With the 2020 Olympics, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we're going before because Japanese they they love American tourists, 
So we'll still feel the love as far as like, you know, them being very welcoming after the Olympics. Uh, they might change their tune about visitors. <laughs> I want you I'd to reenact like, Fuck this. all these assholes. I want you to reenact the scene from Jackass where you put on like a panda costume and go skateboarding through the square and just knocking shit over. Yeah, see, they don't like that at all. Well, no, they, but they, I'll love it. Video, definitely do don't that. Like You'll be my hero. Dress like <laughs> only don't do a panda. Dress like Godzilla and do it. That'll be funnier. God damn it. Yeah, it's stereotypical, but still, it'd be funnier to me. Don't you want to make me laugh? So, yeah. So yeah, well, we get the benefit. I'm hoping we get the benefit from them building up English signs and getting ready for the Olympics. Yeah, like I said, I have to live through you. You have to tell me all the fun stuff, and I'll check out your picks. Because the closest I got to Jap- Japan is uh, in the last couple of weeks. A couple of my favorite like Japanese rock bands and stuff have actually come through here, so I've got a chance to go see them, which is pretty awesome. But that's about as close as I'm getting to fucking Japan for quite a while. Yeah. So but that's life, man. That's life in the fast lane. <laughs> it's life with as many kids as you have. <clears throat> yeah. Like I said, when I get rid of the older ones, it'll be okay. When these the, these two will be like of the age where they'll be able to travel, and then by then, you know, we should have finances in order again, have the extra cash, so we can start doing some stuff. Traveling could be fun with little kids in a way, because like when my <clears throat> oldest son was younger and stuff, he was fun. Like we did trips and stuff with him, and I actually enjoyed it. He was good now i don't know these two might be miserable little shits when they get older but um hopefully you know they'll be decent and then we can have some fun with them too but we'll see how it goes but yeah they're, they're, they'll ruin my whole fucking going to the geishas and stuff if we go to japan i can't do that if i got if i'm toting <laughs> a six-year-old around but he'll ruin that for me what are you gonna do man can't you can't live all your dreams there <laughs> Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> guess not. Oh, Christ. So I was disappointed that you didn't go to the Trump rally up there in Minnesota, man. I wanted you to go get some audio for us. <clears throat> I I would rather stay away from all that mess. I'm telling you, you'd fit right in. They'd look at you and they'd be like, oh, yeah, you're one of us. I don't, I don't want to see any of those people. <laughs> I, so like... When it started, I was um, I was feeding my kid, so I was just sitting in there playing on my phone while he's eating because he takes for fucking ever to eat. And um, like on Facebook or something, I don't know, I follow, follow so many different political sites, and they were streaming it. So I just pulled up. Like I've literally never watched any of his rallies. Um, just seen like the clips and stuff. Just, yeah, I mean, when the news shows some of the clips of the stupid she says, like, that's all I've ever seen. So I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I'm kind of bored. I'm just waiting for him to fucking eat, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, let me see if this jackass is saying, because now with all the impeachment shit, I figured he's going to be way off the rails. And, dude, it's – I listened to maybe about 15 minutes, and I – it's the craziest shit because he gets up there. It's supposed to be a political rally, and usually, you know, you go to political rallies because – I mean, you want to hear the candidates kind of be human. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you want to get a little bit of feel for who they are and stuff. But then usually they'll also give you the breakdown of like, this is kind of where I stand on this issue. This is what I want to do to help you out. 
you know, it's no policy, nothing, no government. It's there's none of that. Like it's like a really bad stand-up comedy show with him. I mean, he gets up there and he just rants and raves and just cuts down. I mean, I like I said, 15 minutes. I heard him taking a shit on Biden. He said Biden, the only thing that he was like a failed senator, the only thing that made him a popular vice president is because he kissed Barack Obama's ass. And like even the crowd kind of moaned a little bit when they said that. He's like, ooh. And then they start cheering. But it's like at first even they're like, oh, ah, fuck it. He's Trump. Yay. But And he's like talking about like, Adam Schiff is a traitor and he's treasonous and he's going off on Nancy play. Like he's just, it's like, I just wanted Melania to step out with her fucking be best shirt on her little anti-bullying thing and just, you know, have her stand in the background wearing that, that fucking cunt who shouldn't be in this country because she got in illegally. And then her parents were fucking put in through chain migration, chain migration. as the fucking Republicans love to say. And Trump says he hates, um, but yeah, it's just it's the craziest fucking thing. I mean, he gets up there and he it's so much nonsense and he cusses a lot and he just says really fucked up repulsive things. I mean, it's not I mean, of course he's not presidential. You can't say oh, it's not presidential. I mean, nothing about that fucking guy's ever been presidential, but it's like it's not even like just normal human. You know, I mean, he's like I mean, people say it all the time. You know, he acts like a third grader and stuff. I mean, his vocabulary really is at that level, you know. And he's like the schoolyard bully that instead of, you know, like everybody being scared of and stuff, everybody's just in admiration, you know, of he's such a piece of shit. I just, I can't get over how big a piece of shit he's. I just love him so much. I mean, all these fawning morons in there with their little MAGA hats on just cheering every stupid fucking thing he says you know and it's like like I said most of it it's it's incoherent and it's just rambling he's all over the place and he says something he thinks is funny and then he turns around and he stares at the people standing behind him he walks around the stage a little bit and then he comes back to the mic and he makes his stupid faces and throws his thumbs up and goes right into the next bit you know and it's like I'm just like Jesus Christ dude this is what this is I'm like, maybe I need to go to this when he's in Dallas next Thursday. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so in shock at what I'm watching. I'm like, I've never seen anything. I've been to political rallies. I've seen Bernie. I went to one of Obama's before he's president. I went to one of Hillary's when she, when her and Obama run against each other. Um, I've been to Beto O'Rourke. I mean, I've went to several and stuff. And it's not all beat you down policy stuff. I mean, they talk some personal stories too, and they tell some jokes and humorous anecdotes and stuff. But it's like, like you can, I mean, they're all done. You can kind of be like, yeah, I can see that person running the country. I mean, they're really thoughtful and intelligent. And they had some really good ideas about things. I just, I still, I'm like, I had a stomach ache. I mean, we talked about this when he got elected. Like, I, I had a stomach ache for like two days, man. I didn't even want to go to work the next day. Like, I was <laughs> literally sick to my stomach when he got elected. Like, I could not fucking... I mean, I kind of could believe it because, you know, we did the show like a few nights before. And I kind of said at the end, I was like, man, I don't know. 
I have a bad feeling about this, <laughs> you know. And I pointed out in that show, it's like, you know, when the East Coast starts going, they start closing polls. I said, if North Carolina, I said, that one's been iffy. I said, if that motherfucker goes for Trump, I said, we might have a long night. It might be real bad. And he lost North or he won North Carolina. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I, st- I have a bad feeling like if this impeachment thing, it's not going to go anywhere. I'm glad the Democrats have finally off their ass to to do it even though they only had like 13 or 14 other things that they should have already started impeachment on yeah should have already started i'm like why are we only doing an inquiry why isn't it just impeachment immediately no they gotta play it up you know they gotta because they're he he released the transcript he did yeah and then he said it again on live tv And then got Pence to say it, too. It's like, all right, impeach both of those fuckers. <laughs> That's the genius of him in a way. It's like he's such an ignorant buffoon that he commits the crime and then he goes and tells everybody on national media. And then you're almost like, he just he just said he did it? Okay. Yeah. So what are we supposed so to impeachment do? impeachment right now. <laughs> but then <laughs> like, his backers... But it's almost like a firewall for him because he does it, and then his backers are like, "Oh, he told the truth. He said he did it. It's not a crime." Because well, his, to them, anything his he backers does is... are the dumbest fucking people on the planet. Yeah, I'm aware they, of that. I'm, I'm not throwing. I'm not. I'm not pulling. I'm not stopping any more punches. They're fucking idiots through and through. The dumbest people I've ever seen in my life. They are completely blind and clueless to anything. And the simple, the, the easiest one is you just look him in the face and you go, all right, take out Trump's name and put Obama's name there. What do you think about it now? Well. Oh, we, well, he should be impeached. We well, know. <laughs> what? Like, they're, they're so fucking stupid. Well, I like the approach Fox News has been going with now, where they're trying to claim that impeachment is unconstitutional. <laughs> That's like what? No, that's just, seriously. This is what they've had a lot of their pundits and stuff. They've been trying to make the point that the Democrats have no authority for impeachment because it's unconstitutional. I'm like, it's what? in the constitution. <laughs> it's in the constitution. They're that's their oversight of the president. That's part of their job. I mean, <laughs> if he's committing crimes which it clearly states, high crimes and misdemeanors, which I have to say is not well-defined in the Constitution. Evidently, colluding with uh, your enemy to get dirt on your opponent or you know, or extorting them, um, another country, to have them do something illegal for you, which is against federal finance campaign. Uh, campaign it's law. against the law. It's, it's, just, it's against the law, exactly. Yeah, That's, he broke the law. That's not a high crime or misdemeanor. Getting your dick sucked and lying about it, high crime and misdemeanor. Like Lindsey Graham said when Clinton got impeached, you know, that it doesn't matter. It's about cleansing the office. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he committed a real crime. It's what he's doing to the office. He's degrading the office, and we gots to get him out of there. But then Trump comes along and commits real crimes. He's like, nah, it's cool. Yeah, they, they've complete. I... I wish 
that there was an afterlife. She could come back and haunt haunt all of them. No, just and, and to the extent of like you know little kid fantasy afterlife. Yeah. So like these stupid ass fucking Republicans die, mm-hmm. and then yeah. they get to the gates, and some guy goes, "Well, let's look at the future and see how badly you fucked everything up." Oh gosh. Oh, okay. Look, here's this history book from a hundred years after you were there. And see all this negative shit and how the reality was completely different from what you were saying and you completely fucked everything up. You know what? Fuck you. But you realize it's just like the climate science thing. You know deep down, right? Oh, they know. Most of them. Now, not all of them. Some of them are true believers that it's all bullshit. And this is... As far as the politicians. Yeah. Well, I don't know, The people who vote for them... I honestly think that they're that dumb. I'm going to be honest with point, you. They're that fucking dumb. I'm going to say probably a good 25% of the Republicans actually don't believe in it either because they have that Christian, hardcore Christian mentality where yeah. it's, you know, this is God's gift to us and we're allowed to just, just tear yep. the fuck out the way we want because only God will be the deciding factor when we go. Kind of nonsense. There's enough of those. But the majority of them, they know they're full of shit. And they don't care. They don't care a hundred years from now. They are trying to make their money now and enrich their friends and their families. And they don't give a fuck what happens 200 years down the road. It's like the healthcare thing. They're all taken care of. They don't give a shit about everybody else. They got to get that money from Big Pharma and the health insurance industry, man. Got to win that next election. Because if you don't have the power, you don't know where to put your stock money and stuff when you're fucking with the market. To make the big bucks. That's why every one of these fucking congressmen make a hundred and what forty thousand, seventy thousand, something like that a year, and they go in, they serve, you know, four, eight, whatever years. They get out, and they all have thirty million dollars in the bank. It's like, hmm, you made a hundred and seventy thousand, hundred forty, whatever the fuck they make for eight years, but now you've got twenty million in the bank. Huh? How the fuck? I'm trying to do math, and I'm not very good at it, but I'm pretty sure that that doesn't fucking equate. So, they're all fucking dirty, man. They're all looking out for themselves. and I mean, it's some Democrats, too. It's not all Republicans. It's just the Republicans, just, they really don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think some Democrats actually do care a little bit, you know, but I don't know. Yeah, that's another one that cracks me up. They're like, in a tissy about Joe Biden's son getting a job that pays him well. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he got it when he was vice president. It's like, okay, so what about the president's son's daughter, um, son-in-law? Hey, dude, that's not fair to go after the president's family like that and his children. Uh, it's not fair. No, no nepotism there, guys. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? The president's children are off limits. <laughs> It's not fair. All those kids who are woefully unqualified for every position that they have. You don't think Jared Kushner is qualified for Mideast peace talks and Fuck the, no. the other 50 fucking things he's in charge of? No, that mm-hmm. slum dog is not qualified to be the bastion of peace for the Middle East. I don't know, man. I mean, you say so, but... Uh, why don't you just talk to the Kurds? Dude, that's... That right there should be a fucking impeachable offense on, on its own. Just that's amazing to me. I don't know, like, because no one knows when anybody will listen to this. You know, he made that proclamation a few days ago, basically saying 
that we're going to pull our troops off the border of Syria. I think what people need to understand, to simplify it, if you don't pay attention to the news. So the Kurds helped us fight ISIS. And they are currently, with American troops, well, war, I don't know what the situation is at this moment. They have approximately, I think I saw anywhere from, I saw different numbers, but 12,000 seemed to be a pretty, a number I saw pop up a few times. About 12,000 ISIS, either fighters or people involved with ISIS that they basically have in camps that we have security forces with the Kurds that we are keeping watch over. So Trump says, yeah, we're going to pull troops out of here. We don't need to be here anymore. Um, Erdogan, you're a piece of shit dictator. You're in bed with Putin. And if we leave Syria, it's going to just open it up for more terrorism, probably help ISIS grow and allow Putin to get a stronger hold in that region. And I'm a Russian stooge. So therefore, have at it, motherfucker. So they drop our troops back. Now Turkey's in there bombing the shit out of the border there and just dropping bombs and shit on civilians left and right because they don't give a fuck. And there's news today that Trump gave Turkey intel that we had for the region. So most likely he gave them the intel that allowed them to know where the Kurds were so they could go in and drop the bombs on Jesus. That would be my assumption. Um, So anyway, at this point, they... The Kurds have to either flee or fight for their lives. So we're pulling our troops back. So they're supposed to be a security force watching these 12,000 ISIS remnants that are there. How's that going to work out? They're going to... So you basically are saying, we're going to allow all these people who are terrorists to just take off. Because they're not going to sit there and watch them. They're going to be like... The United States just turned their backs on us. We helped them. And they just shit on us. And that's what they're saying right now. I mean, there's already reports coming out. The Kurds are like, what the fuck is going on? I can't believe the United States turned on us. Of course, Trump gets on the, his speech yesterday. I don't know if you heard it, where he said, he goes, well, we don't really owe the Kurds anything. It's not like they fought beside us in World War II on Normandy. <laughs> it's like, the Kurds weren't even like, established like they weren't even recognized by like the syrians iranians whatever until like the 70s like does he know anything about anything? no he doesn't he's a fucking moron he's only looking out for his own interest and the best part is he says well i'm just trying to pull our troops out of there i'm tired of having all our troops over there so then he turns around a few days later today and he's sending 1200 troops to saudi arabia to help protect their fucking oil fields saudi arabia the country that basically every fucking one of the 9-11 hijackers and terrorists came from, who was helped funded by them and the Pakistanis, which we never bring up. Um, but we're sending troops in to help them out. The people who attack us and who don't allow the people any freedoms whatsoever. I mean, at least they're females in the country. That's what we're doing. So he doesn't want troops over there anymore. So we have to pull them out of Syria. But then the next day, eh, we need to send some more troops over there. But we're going to put them in Saudi Arabia. Nobody says anything, dude. Like his side, nobody gives a shit. I mean, 
I just don't know what this son of a bitch has to do before just regular fucking Joe on the street who was kind of like, I'll vote for him because I don't really like Hillary and he's a businessman. We'll see what he can do. Like that was their reasoning for voting for him in the first place. It wasn't because they're in love with him. They just really didn't like Hillary and they're like, he's a, he's a really rich business guy. Maybe he can do something. Well, now he's shown he can't do shit and look what he's doing on a foreign policy. When are those people going to say, you know what? I think I fucked up pretty bad. Maybe this guy really needs to go before he does some major damage. You know, I mean, I can only imagine what will happen if he gets reelected at this point, because then it's, I mean, now, you know, and he'd really, you'd think he would have to subdue himself somewhat because he does have to get reelected, but he's not. So think about how much he's going to amp that shit up if he gets reelected when there's nothing else to fight for, you know. I mean, it's just like I can do what he already thinks he can do whatever he wants. He says that all the time. Article two says I can do whatever I want. Well, not exactly, but I mean, I guess you can look at it that way, dipshit. Yeah. And I mean, I can only imagine what the Kurds are going to turn into because we abandoned them. Well, I think it's they basically have two options. Well, flee or fight. Well, fight is probably a bad idea. Well, a, a lot of uh, people are saying that, you know, even though they don't want to previously before we kind of stepped in and sided with them, um, a lot of them had to basically fight for Assad and the, and the Syrians, you know, so, you know, to just keep their asses alive. Uh, some of them might have to go back with their tail between their legs and join Assad's fucking army, you know, so. Yeah. I don't know. But I'd be pretty concerned about those 12,000 members of ISIS or subordinates of ISIS that are most likely, I mean, going to be loose on the loose again soon. And I like how one of the reporters asked him about that, and he basically said, Trump said, well, he goes, I guess they can all head to Europe or something. Let Europe deal with it kind of thing, you know? Like the ISIS members. like No, no, I know, but like... And I'm like, if I'm I'm the European Union at that point, I'm like, okay, you know what? We're fucking done with you guys. We're cutting the United States off. We're not dealing with your shit. I'd start... They they should start a fucking... Every... Because China's already putting it to us. The economy's already slowing down quite a bit. And... There's a lot of signs that we're heading for a major recession. If I was Europe, I would band together. I'd be like, you know what we're going to do? Because they already have the union anyway. So they've you know, worked out trade deals with each other. I'd be like, you know what? We're going to drop all fucking you know, free trade throughout completely. Because I think they practically have something like that now anyway. I'd be like, United States, let's all raise tariffs on the United States. Because if the United States does it back to them, it'll hurt them. But with the China trade war we got going on now, it'd fucking kill us. And I do it just to try and sink our ass, put our economy in the shitter as hard as it can. I mean, they're going to take a hit too. It's like when we have a meltdown, it affects the world. But I think it might be worth it because if they tank, help us tank our economy, there's no way in hell Trump's staying in office. You know, that's the one thing that he's hanging his hat on right now as well. You know, unemployment's still really low and stock market's still doing well. It's like, well... Yeah, we need to do something about that. 
I watch Bill. <laughs> I watch Bill Maher, and that's the one thing he always says is he keeps praying for a recession, you know, before the election. And he's like, I know it's going to hurt a lot of people because, but it might. It's the one way we could definitely get rid of this cocksucker, you know. And he's, I think he's fucking kind of right, man. I'm kind of worried, especially if Biden gets the nod. I think he's kind of Hillary 2.0. I don't think that people hate him the way they hate Hillary, but he's just another middle-of-the-road, center-right Democrat, you know, that brings no enthusiasm to the fucking table. Agreed. (sighs) He's very vanilla. He's the fucking worst. This time. Hillary's the worst of all time. He's the worst this time. Yeah. And I mean, if we know anything about the Democrats, he's going to get the nod. Yeah. The only thing so. that's good um, to come out of the recent like polling and then their fundraising is Elizabeth Warren's right on track with him and Bernie fundraising. And in some of the early polls, like Iowa and stuff, she's actually polling ahead of Biden. And, uh, you know, I said it last time. She's not my number one choice. I mean, I love Bernie. Man, I've always loved Bernie. He's my boy, but I'll be more than happy to throw my support behind Warren. Like, I'll go vote for her, and I'll feel good about it. Whereas, like, I felt, after I felt, like, kind of shit when I voted for Hillary last time, I'm like, God damn, man, I didn't want to vote for this broad. But Trump. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking Trump. Like, a guy that doesn't vote myself went and voted because I saw the danger of Trump. Dude. Sure as shit, it's coming to fruition. Hey man, I got a little game for you. And this ties What's in. That? It ties in a little something that I thought about when I saw these numbers. Um, they put out the uh, listing for uh, median household income by state. They ranked them, you know, first to worst. And so I kind of went through it, and I was kind of looking at. I'm like, okay. Typically, what are the blue states, where are the red states, and kind of see where they all fall on here, just out of curiosity. So, and you're pretty good at this. We used to do this in the past, and the shitty states are usually always the same one, so it's pretty easy. I want, I'll let you take a go at it here. Can you name the top 10, or bottom 10, I should say, states with the lowest median income. I'll just let you go until you miss one in the top 10. I bet you, I, I'm I'm going to say you can get at least six of them. I feel pretty confident you'll get more than that, but I'm going to set the over and under at six, and I'm pretty sure you can get it. Uh, Alabama. Okay. Louisiana. Yes. Mississippi. Oh, yes. Number one. Tennessee. Yes. Um... Let's see. Texas. Nope. Actually, Texas is 22nd. We're right. Yeah, that, that was a gamble, but. <laughs> yeah. um, Virginia. Virginia's not in it. Virginia's in the middle of the pack, too. Oh, Actually, really? it's, okay. uh, it's upper middle, yeah. Think, think, Arkansas. Th- Arkansas, number two. <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma, number 10. Um, six out of eight so far. You're doing good. Yeah. So, the ones you missed: South Carolina and Kentucky. Ah, now, I should have known Kentucky. Out of the and South Carolina. 
out of the 10 lowest ranking, nine of the 10 are strictly red states. I mean, there's states that haven't gone Democrat in they a couple decades. The only one in that mix that's a blue state is New Mexico. And New Mexico has only voted Democrat in the last couple elections. And they even had a Republican governor up until just this last term. So they're a new, like, bluer state. They're in the transition. So, and they're seventh on the list. Of the bottom 20 states, you're going to love this, only three of them are blue states. Now, <laughs> in the top 20, well, in the top, and I'll even say the top, yeah, the top 20, four of them are red states. So 16 are blue states. Top 10, only one of them is a red state, and that's Alaska. Alaska is a little misleading. Just like, I mean, a couple of these can be kind of considered misleading because Alaska, no one lives there, but everybody that lives there works in oil. And that's a wealthy industry. So, you know, if you live up there, you're living up there, most likely you're working in the oil, natural gas industry. So they make pretty good cash. But it's amazing to me. And the thing I, I noticed about this, I'm looking, I'm like, it's funny because number one list is Maryland. Which doesn't shock me because I think a lot of the Washington elite probably live in Maryland or Virginia. And Virginia is uh, ninth on the list. And D.C. is listed on here too, and it's second. So that lawyer, that's where all the politicians and the lobbyists and all those cunts live. So that makes sense. And it taps out around 79,000 a year. Mississippi was the worst at 42,000. So almost half as much between... The highest median income to the lowest. And I thought it was funny because I'm like, all the blue states, because you know the right wingers always like, oh, you, you're just going to tax me more and give it to the, the poor people and the welfare people. It's like, yeah. You mean like all the fucking red states at the bottom of this list that make no money that use the most services and the most tax dollars per person? It's amazing the people who make the least are the ones that are so fucking selfish and greedy. And this is also the Bible Belt areas too, the Southern, where it's the most Christian. And you look at the the states at the top, and it's all Northeastern for the most part. You got your Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Virginia, you know, then of course you got your Californias and your New Yorks that fit in there too. But it's like the people who make the most money vote for Democrats who will tax them more, even though these people make more money, so they probably have their shit together a little bit more, probably can afford, you know, health care emergency if, if, if something arises, whereas the red state people can't, but yet they will fight their asses off to keep someone from getting in that wants to do a Medicare for all, you know, even though just like when Obamacare came in and people are seeing... You know, telling them to take their government hands off their damn Medicare, <laughs> which is the funniest thing ever. It's like, it's just such a mindset with these fucking people, you know? It's like, I don't want to see you do better. It's like we were talking about the school thing when Warren was talking about the free education. And the people are like, I had to pay for mine, so fuck these 
kids, you know, they need to pay for those too, even if they're going to have to pay four times what I paid 15 years ago for my college. It's, it's like nobody wants to see the country get better, things improve, because they're so goddamn worried about themselves. But it's the people who really need those services and need things to improve, you know, to benefit yeah. themselves are the ones that are so against it. It's amazing to me. I mean, I would be so happy to pay $200 more a month in taxes or $300 more a month in taxes if I had universal health care where I didn't have to go fucking pay, you know, like this year, for instance, because of the baby and I had to get a colonoscopy and the woman had to get a procedure done. Between us, we paid, we hit our cap on our out-of-pocket expenses we spent almost $7,000 out of pocket this year on medical costs. That's with me having insurance. Through, I work for a company that is a multi-billion dollar. Like we make double-digit billions in revenues, my company I work with. We, we have tens of thousands. I think that we have like 40-some thousand employees just in the United States. That's not even counting overseas. It's a, I work for a large corporation, you know what I'm saying? So we don't have like the worst health insurance and I had to pay to have a child this year. Basically it cost me 7,000 fucking dollars. I remember I went back and listened to an old show. Cause like I say, I'm with the Bropocalypse thing. Me and Brad used to do. I listened to a couple of old shows just to kind of get a feel for what we used to do. Cause it's been so long. It's been like four plus years since we did it. And when we ended it, it was right around the time we did our three year anniversary on this show. And I went back and listened to that, and uh, it was it was actually a really fun show. We had our friend Eva on from Germany. We had Joe Skype in from Canada. I don't know if you remember all this. It's been oh, yeah. forever ago. And we were talking about it because Brad had just had his baby at the time, and Joe was asking him how much he had to spend on his child, and he was like, I think Brad said three or four thousand dollars, right? And Joe started laughing. He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "We just." He goes, "We had our baby. We didn't pay shit." <laughs> He's like, <laughs> and he's laughing about it. And I'm like, fuck, man. I just paid like six grand for mine this year. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. This country is so stupid. Everybody in it's so fucking stupid. And then I go and I watch fucking Trump rally last night. And I'm like, yeah, this is why we're, we can't have nice things. Like, we're so fucked. Yep. I just, it made me miserable. And I saw, like I said, I saw this today, this median income thing. I'm looking over and I'm like, hmm, amazing. The bottom fucking half of the list, all red states. The top of the list, all fucking democratic states. No and it's always way. like that across all boards. Like, ed, you know, worst education. You look at the worst of everything, it's always the red states. And it's always, always. it's always fucking Mississippi and Alabama and Arkansas. Dude, Mississippi, I think it was number one. Like we used to do the obesity, the fucking yeah. healthcare, all the <laughs> like shit. Like number one on everything. That's all, bad. Mississippi is the fucking worst place in the world. <laughs> There's no fucking question. So yeah, I, I'm happy because I looked at it and what Mississippi makes, I'm like, that's medium household. I mean, sweet. I'm making more than the median household income Yeah. on my own. I'm like, hell yeah. So it makes me feel good about myself. So fuck you, Mississippi. See, I've got a coworker who's like, uh, he knows I'm a liberal. So he likes to like try and prod me and goat me into shit. Mm-hmm. Um, too bad. I know too much and I always just like stomp his ass. 
So he, he lives in uh, St. Paul. And St. Paul's having an issue with violence as of late. Um, and he was just talking about how bad it's gotten and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, all these liberals, I don't understand why they keep voting for a Democrat. If you look at it, like all these all these cities with all this crime and stuff, they're always blue. And I'm like, uh, that's a load of shit. <laughs> and I started pulling up all kinds of stuff about, you know, Tennessee and Memphis and how bad that is, Birmingham, Alabama, like all these other places that are just fucking terrible. It's like, look, it's not just a blue thing. It's a red thing, too. But I got some other stuff, too, and I started bringing up the education and all that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're fucking wrong again. But you know what gives that a bad rap? It's like, because they always want to bring up, like, Chicago or New York City. It's like, yeah, you're bringing up the most densely populated cities. There's millions of people. So yeah. there's going to be a lot more crime. And it's a major metropolitan areas. You're going to hear about it. You're not going to hear, like you said, you're not going to hear about all the fucking meth heads and shootings going on in Birmingham, Alabama. Nobody gives a fuck. I mean, that's, it might sound harsh. It's just the way it is, man. You know, it's that's the way things are. It's like you always see right-wingers putting up that electoral map thing. It's like all red, of course, and they're like, look, the whole country's conservative. You fucking liberals are out. Yeah, look where most of the people live, you dumb shits. It's like, you fucking morons. Do you understand that literally what we've done this before and I can't remember the number. It's like what, like 85 fucking percent of the population of America lives on the coasts or something. It's like a ridiculous number. And if you look along the coast, it's all fucking Democrat. <laughs> it's goddamn Kansas and excluding Florida, Nebraska, fuck Florida's whatever. I don't even know what to say about Florida, but you look at all those Dakotas, there's fucking 150,000 people live in those states. And they all vote fucking for the right wing. It's like, yeah, but in California, in probably the 150th most populated city, there's more fucking people than in all of fucking South Dakota. You know, so it's like, get your heads out of your asses and be sensible. Oh, wait, you're Trump supporters. It's never going to fucking happen. Yeah, they, they, they don't care. But... Yeah, it's it's frustrating, man. I'm not going to be gloom and doom at the end of the show today, though. <gasps> what? Because I've been doing that throughout. But I do want to shit on something else real quick. and then Okay. Because I think today was National Coming Out Day. Okay. And, and I, I'm going to say, man, we, <clears throat> we've been doing the show for seven years. And you can listen to the first handful of episodes all the way through. We've always been proponents for gay rights and stuff. And yep, definitely. I'm going to say, man, I I am fucking beaten down by this whole non-binary gender and all this shit. And when motherfuckers get up and they're like, my pronouns are fucking them, they. I can't, I can't fucking do it. I can't do it, dude. I just want to start swinging on motherfuckers. I mean, be a fucking dude. Be a fucking woman. I don't give a shit. Be a fucking guy that wants to be a woman and we'll call you fucking her or she. I don't want to. I can't fucking deal with non-binary, genderless fucking. I, I can't do it anymore. They're gender fluid. Stop the fucking nonsense, dude. What was that fucking idiot singer? I can't stand him anyway. Sam Smith. 
I'm non-binary. I don't see myself as a man or a woman. You, I want to be referred to as them, they. I'm like, I will fucking choke you. <laughs> Look, you're a fucking gay dude, all right? You're a fucking guy. You like cock. Just, can we just deal with that? That's easy. I can handle that one. I can't fucking deal with them, they. I, there's that, I didn't watch any of it last night. I just heard a couple clips of it. The Democrats did that big LGBTQ uh, forum debate thing last night. And I can't remember. I think it was Kamala Harris came out and she said, yeah, Kamala Harris, blah, blah, blah. My pronouns are she, her or something. And I'm like, I swear to God, I don't know if they all did it, but I'm going to tell you right now, if I would have been there, I would have just walked up, start slapping each one of them. <laughs> fucking stop this nonsense. This is what makes liberals look so bad. This is what gives ammunition to the rednecks. And they're like, look at this shit they want to do, blah, blah, blah. They don't even want to fucking, they can't, you can't even say, hey, man, what's up anymore? Oh, you said, man, that's fucking, that's hurting my gender fluidity or, you know, or whatever the fuck. I don't even know. I don't care enough to know. I'm just like, this is the kind of shit that I say all the time on the show. Stop being such bitches. The liberals have to stop this bullshit, man. It, it, we can't do it anymore. Like, I don't understand the transgender thing. I said that when we did the show on it and stuff that time. I don't get it, really. I'm like, so you're a guy. You want to be a woman, but you don't want to cut off your dick. You still want to date women, but you want to be oh, called. Disgusted. <clears throat> I'm surprised I didn't get flack about it, but, you know, the stuff that I said. Oh, <clears throat> I know I'm fucking old man bigoted. And, I, you know, and I think that's part of it, too, because I am older now. I'm 45. So it's well, like. It's hard to put thing. yourself in their shoes. It's hard to really conceptualize and understand. Like, when it comes to somebody who's gay, like, we all have sexual desires. So yeah. you can at least relate to them having sexual desires. Yeah, and I've had gay friends since I was a teenager. So it's like, that's a concept I totally understand. I've been around but gay people. When I... it comes to gender, it's like, that's so closely tied to your identity. It's It's really difficult to relate to somebody who is, like not really picking a gender it's like well biologically yeah there's two genders dude i'm sorry you're one or the other if i come up to you and say hey man how's it going logically psychologically you may not be yeah but that's a whole nother ball game i'm just saying it's like these people like you're like well hey guys what's up at work (gasps) oh you're using gender terminology that we find it's like god damn it just please stop no one's trying to offend you. Shut your fucking hole and just deal with it. It's not like I'm walking up to you and say, hey, fag, what's up? You know, hey, chicks with dicks, what's up? It's like, just take it down a fucking notch. We're, we're on your side, man. But don't push me to the fucking other side <laughs> with your bullshit. I can't take non-binary gender fluidity. I can't do it and i know that's gonna piss people off and i don't fucking care i hope it does i hope it does guys <laughs> um yeah it's that's that's a tough one uh, the the only thing that i really like i don't care if people want however people want to identify themselves that's that's their own damn prerogative but when people get my issue is when people get like super super sensitive about it 
Yes. To the point to where they're like, you know, getting upset and going on Twitter ages. It's like, That's what whoa, I'm talking about. Pump that- your fucking brakes. Like, not everybody... You're not walking around with a sign saying, refer to me as they. Like, we don't fucking know. We look at you. We identify you as your gender. And that's what we're going to identify you as. I like, mean, it's not an offensive thing. It's not like I, I, I don't sit there and look at a woman across the counter and go, hmm. Now, does she identify as a man? Because if I say ma'am, she's going to get upset with me. No, it's a woman. I say ma'am. To be polite, I'm not, and you can't sit there and expect people to know how you want to be identified. And to sit there and say, well, then we should all go to this blanketed, you know, hey, person, (laughs) like identifier. That's just unrealistic. It just is. Sorry, but it just is. And it's like, it's so insane now where like i i can't remember where it was in california but in hell it might be like la or something but where one of the city councils voted to make everything like gender unspecific or something like oh for instance because i can't go through all examples i can't remember but the one that really stood out to me was like they're going to change the name of manholes there will no longer be manholes now they're going to be person holes and I'm like, well, who, who cares? I'm like, I swear to Christ, dude, I will choke a motherfucker. I just stop it. This is why we can't win fucking elections because you fucking people are insane. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I, I'm saying. I, just please, everybody, tap the brakes on your fucking cry. Look, I know everybody wants to be sweet and nice and not hurt other people's feelings. We want to be, you know... Like, people are going through this transition. It's so hard for them, and everybody wants to, you know, be so helpful and nurturing to their, their, the, the fucking, all the shit they're going through. I get it, man. But let's not take it to that next fucking stage where we just, we can't even fucking say manhole anymore. It's fucking outrage. We gotta stop. We gotta fucking stop. Let's focus on healthcare for everybody. How about that one? We'll change manhole name later. Let's deal with healthcare right now <laughs> How about that yeah i mean i, I think it. it's a little too extreme i i do get it that you know it, people are very closely tied to the gender that they identify with but it's it, you can't get a fit now if somebody is like actively being a dick to you because you're transgender or whatever all right i get your gripe mm-hmm. oh yeah but a simple mistake is a simple mistake they don't fucking know how you identify hey man so I got any of their backs, dude. Transgender people, I got your back. Except for Caitlyn Jenner. Fuck that motherfucker. But yeah, anybody, any other transgender, hey, I, I got it, man. I mean, I don't understand the whole thing, but I'm cool with you. But if you fucking come at me and you fucking give me that, I, I go by them, they, I, I'm fucking done with you. <laughs> you you and Jay, Caitlyn Jenner can go fuck yourselves, all right? If you're cool about it, well, you can be cool. I got your back. Just like we've always been on board with, you know, we, we've always been steady on this show about a lot of things, man. Gay rights, you know, legalizing marijuana. Fucking, there's, you go down the list. We've always been very consistent with our 
views on this show about things, you know. And yeah, we get a little sexist sometimes, and we get a little bit edgy with the racial stuff sometimes. And we well, say, I don't. We say some things. Well, we got rid of Boggs. He's the only you one do. that really and Boggs it. did and bomb a lot. I stopped the race war thing a long time ago. We went, <laughs> don't don't tie me in with you old timey racist ass. I'm sorry, Eric does it when we're not recording, but whoa, <laughs> that's a damn lie, and you know it. <laughs> the good thing is I have all the clips of Boggs, so at least I can prove he did it. Yeah, he, Boggs, we know, we already know. I mean, you just if I go back to our discography, and you'll see. If I had the time or the energy, I'd go back through all the old shows and pull out all the fucked up she said, <laughs> and I would just make a compilation of it. And that would be one show we'd, we'd put out. And I'd call it something really offensive, you know, and just plaster a p- picture of Boggs and blackface on the front of it. And so, but no, nah, that's it, man. I just, I, I just, that I saw that shit today. And because there's a thing about, you know, coming out day, and then there's a story about Sam Smith. And I'd heard some shit from him like a couple months ago where he did that, I'm non binary. Call me them, they. It's like, well, them and they is plural, fucktard. So I'm not going to do that because I speak shitty English, but at least I know grammar enough to understand that I can't make my head work with referring to one person as them or they. I'll fucking literally have a hemorrhage and my head will explode. <clears throat> so it's not going to happen, dipshit. Can I call you dipshit, or is that fucking gender offensive? Um, so I don't know. I just I don't think dipshit has a gender applied to it. So I think you're okay. You're good. <sighs> I'm sure they'll fucking apply it to one. Um, but yeah, I just that that's been fucking in my craw, as they say down here in Texas. Had a crawl, had a hitch in my giddy up. So fuck it all, man. <laughs> I was gonna shit on Ellen a little bit, but I'm tired now. I've done enough complaining. Got out of my system. Good, good. Everything, everything's great. Everything's going great, Eric. The world is in a great place right now, and it's awesome. We're gonna make it through this. All of us, me, you, him, her, them, <laughs> they, we're all gonna pull through and make it. Yeah. I mean, I've got nothing against transgender people. And and really, I haven't... I personally have never come across one that got, like, super offended if I misidentified them. But most of the time, you know, I can tell the gender that they are identifying. So, mm-hmm. never had an issue. Yeah, I've never... Um, <clears throat> I've and, never you know, when I, when I lived in Texas, we did have uh, a transgender woman that would come in and, and eat and drink at the bar. Um and I would always say ma'am and stuff like that because mm-hmm. that's what she identified with. Mm-hmm. And some of the other bigoted ass bartenders just like, Ugh, why do you, why don't you call him out? And I'm like, cause it's not a he <laughs> it's clearly a she. <laughs> and why the fuck do you care? Yeah. <laughs> like what, one. what why is she doing to you at all? Is she doing anything to you? She's, oh, she's hurting your delicate sensibility and your uncomfortability with sexuality. Well, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Who cares what she does? I've never had an issue with anybody particularly. It's the it's the outrage you see on Facebook and Twitter. And yeah. it's funny. I And a lot of that, like, I mean, there are certainly the, those people that exist. But I think a lot of it is just trolls. I think it's just people just trying to cause a ruckus, <laughs> trying to start fights, Dude. trying to cause rifts. 
I, I love Bill Burr. He's like my favorite comedian. And I think Bill Burr hit this on the fucking head. He's got a new special on Netflix. And I wouldn't say it's his funniest special, but it's definitely worth checking out. And uh, he does a bit on this about the outrage from people. It, and I think this is one of those topics, you know, where like the ultra lefties are. But he was doing it more at the Black Lives Matter thing, you know, how every time somebody makes a comment, you know, there's like a situation of a black person being shot or something. You start reading comments, whether Twitter, Facebook, and, you know, of course, it's always, you know, there are a lot of black people and they're bitching about whitey and stuff. But then you always have all the white women on there talking about old white men running everything into the ground, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, these fucking bitches. He goes... Like, they've had it so difficult. As, let me see. After being a white guy in this country, which is like the greatest thing in the world to be a white man, he goes, let's see, what's next best on this? Oh, I don't know. How about a fucking white woman? He goes, you know, with all their fake outrage and shit and always inserting themselves into like every minority struggles and stuff. And he's like, yeah, you've only got it worse than white men. <laughs> because if you're a white <laughs> woman in this country, you fucking shut up, you know? It's really funny. Like, I can't do his bit, but I was just checking it out because the dude hits it on the head, man. It is so that if you guys are ever on Twitter, Facebook, and you see like these outreach things going, you just start going down the fucking comments and looking at who's posting them. Dude, it's going to be about 75% white women, and they're going to be shitting on white men. It's like, white men aren't the fucking problem. They really aren't. I mean, as much as it's fun to always bag on white guys. We're not the fucking main problem in the world. Everybody's the fucking problem. You know, depending on the situation and stuff, it's like, it's just, it's an easy fallback now to blame everything on white guys. I won't go into my rant on that. (laughs) We've done that one before, but, but it was pretty, it was pretty funny bit though. And he, I think he hit it right on the fucking head. White women. (laughs) Bitches. Why Asian woman can't take these goddamn white women anymore? Wow, the fucking worst. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, with that, mm-hmm. hope you folks enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out our friends at Podblocked. Yeah, little and buddy seven four two Evergreen Terrace. Mm. Yeah, Joe punked Brad. He acted like he's excited and Brad posted that we're going to do a show and then Brad made a comment to him about it's nice to hear from him kind of thing. Like nice that we'll have a listener. And Joe's like, oh, I didn't say anything. I was about listening to your shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, Joe's the best. Good Hashtag one, Joe. Joe's feet. Hashtag Joe's feet. Um, yeah, everybody else sucks balls. Yeah, that's pretty much right. Look uh, for Michael's other podcast, whatever its name is Don't going know. to be. Don't know. The old dirty bastards. Yeah, working title. Copyright Fu Tang. Fu Tang Clan. Yeah, I don't think they'll put it on iTunes or I I said, why don't we just call it what it's gonna be so it's easy for people to find when they're looking it up and just call it fuck the Christians or something, but <laughs> I don't think we can name it that, so yeah, I mean you could, but you're not gonna get on iTunes. Yeah, we'll have to come up with something probably a little bit savvy. You'll have to release it on, like, your own platform. Yeah, fuck that. That's too much. But, uh, yeah. Have a good week, and, uh, yeah. 
Oh, you're done? Oh. And... I should have made you leave your key If I'd have known for just one second